0: The Heroes and Villains Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times your bet. That's right, turn $5 into 500 in just one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today plus the NBA is back and so is the NBA gambling podcast to celebrate we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie head over to the sports com slash Nba dog for all the details that's sports gamblingpodcast.com slash nba d o g. Tgens assemble. Welcome back to Heroes and Villains Fantasy Football. I am your host Justin Bruni, and joining me, as always, is my co-host and partner, Mr. Andrew, the TD King, Rob. But tonight, he's—I think he's going as a you know another caricature, 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 caricature. Andrew, the people on Spotify right, I was, can't see you. Uh, Let them know. I, I,
1: I was <laughs> muted. Sorry. Uh, and you were supposed to say, uh, "Go ahead, talk to me, Goose." Man, you, you missed the prime opportunity. Talk talk to me, Goose. Damn it, Maverick. For the people who can't see us, you know, on uh, on the Spotify and whatnot, uh, we are in our Halloween uh, attire here as Maverick and Goose. Both of us rocking the nice aviators as well. Justin in his cockpit, and uh, I'm I'm ready to take flight as well, man.
0: Yeah, I'm just enjoying a nice little beverage here in the cockpit, getting ready to take flight. As Andrew's been saying like incessantly before we're getting on the show. <laughs> I thought I yeah. thought we were like prepping for an NBA show. Go check out the NBA gambling podcast. We're giving away a free hoodie. We got lots of good stuff for you here over at the network. But yeah, feeling good, feeling right. We're in week eight. We're going to be doing more of a like mid season recap and talking about the second half of the year upcoming. Talking about some guys that we've hit on, missed on, some sleepers for the second half, some trade targets, some sell targets. You're really just diving into a you know league wide conversation. Going to keep it a little bit more lax tonight. It is Halloween week, so we, uh, you know, we encourage all of those to celebrate responsibly. You know, don't eat the entire bucket of candy in one night. You know, don't get too nasty up in the club. You know, have have a good time. Halloween, it's fun. It can also be wholesome. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, Andrew, let's dive in here. I know you got a lot of a win- lot of winners. So let's start with those. Let's start with some of your heroes from uh, from this season. Uh, I, I I'm just going to throw out the first name Puka Nakua. I know it's the first one that's going to come out of your mouth, so I'm just going to get it out there. You know, talk to us about your thought process and landing Puka. You know, what stood out for you in the preseason. Uh, you know, you can always go back to our our prior tape from the off season from from the summer and check Andrew out, check our show out when we were talking up a lot of the guys that we're going to be discussing tonight but give the folks kind of a recap of what you saw, how you knew he was going to be a bit of a golden nugget and what your you know outlook is for him for the second half of the year like is he going to maintain his his first half levels.
1: Yeah, so first part of the question is asking me how I kind of found him. Um well, I mean, obviously as a fantasy person, uh, I listen to a ton of podcasts, do a bunch of research, dive into Uh, other people's takes and, uh, you know, shout out Jacob Gibbs. Uh, he's, uh, on sports line, uh, does a podcast with CBS as well. And, uh, he, he put out this stat way back early, right after the draft of like, uh, like the top 10 to 15 wide receivers coming in, what they were good at, uh, you know, what their, uh, air yards were like in college, just a, a bunch of different stats. So I, I saw Puka on there. He was towards the top, and I was like, Who the hell was Puka Nakua? So I started to take a deep dive on him, looked at his uh, stats from BYU, uh, you know, just kind of started watching tape on him a little bit. And I was like, Damn, like this dude is is pretty Damn. good. And he was going, you know, way late in drafts. Wasn't, you know, nobody was talking about him in best ball. I did see Pete Overzet as well, friend of the program. Uh, he talked about Puka Nakua and just said, like, Hey, you know, th- this guy looks like he could be something in the NFL. And again, I just started to do a deep dive on Puka and the more I researched about what he did in college and how wide open he was getting in college, um, you know, just different stats. I I really started to take a liking to him. Uh, So again, I, you know, shout out to those guys. I kind of heard of Puka from other people and then did my own research and like really fell in love with him. And obviously I talked about him multiple times on the show uh, as a late round best ball pick, you know, round 17, round 18 in, in BBM. And uh, yeah, man. So uh, I, I do, you know, second part of your question here. I do really think Puka is going to maintain what he's done. I don't know if you saw the stat, but he's actually getting more of a target share since Cooper Cup has come back mm-hmm. than what mm-hmm. he did before, which is just insane. It's like thirty-five percent of the targets, whatever, is going to Puka Nakua. So um, I don't, I don't see the end in sight at all for him. I think it's wheels up for him. Uh, he's, he's once again, you know, uh, shout out to to us, but he's taking flight in the NFL <clears throat> as a rookie. <clears throat> This man is breaking all kinds of records, fell two yards short of uh, the most receiving yards through through seven weeks right behind Jamar Chase. Uh, th- this dude's just electric. And a mm. lot of these offenses are playing soft across the middle against the Rams. And that is where Puka Nakua is doing most of his damage. It's crazy. 94% of Puka Nakua's p- uh, points, uh, fantasy points, have come outside the red zone. He's getting almost no usage in the red zone. If that changes at all, This man is going to be essentially. Yeah.
0: No, I've I've been loving him. Um, Have more of him in, like, Dynasty Leagues. I didn't draft a ton of him in Best Ball Mania, but he was a guy that, like a lot of leagues, uh, I was able to even pick up for free. Um, I'm in the middle of trying to trade for the first overall pick in a 10-team Dynasty League, and the guy's coming to me for Puka, who I picked up for free. I just grabbed him off of waivers. I think the date was listed, like, June 17th on Sleeper. Picked him up for free. Didn't have to spend any fob. Just you know, oh hey, he's still there. Cool. I'll go ahead and grab him. Type of type of thing. Uh, I had I drafted him like in the fifth round of one of my dynasty leagues, fourth round of another. That was a little bit more you know nuanced. We'll say you know the the, the crowd a little bit more experienced. So don't have it like I said. Don't have a ton of them in Best Ball Mania. But I'm excited about you know his uh, his upward trajectory. You know coming into the NFL. I still think that playing a, alongside Cooper Cup is going to be very essential. Um, So yeah, love, love the potential for the rest of the season, but I do see there still being an opportunity for some ebbs and flows. Like we did see one down week with, with uh, playing alongside Cooper cup. So I don't, I don't expect every week to be like week seven, but I do expect very good things to come. And right now I'm in the middle of trying to trade him plus Travis Kelsey plus Austin Eckler for the first overall pick next year. Mind you,
1: you're, you're only getting the first overall pick.
0: I have the second pick, so I'm going to take uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and Caleb Williams next year.
1: Man, oh God, Bernie, that is that's crazy to me, man. I think you're way overpaying. Take one of those players back at least. You want
0: to hear? You want to hear the rest of my team?
1: I, I mean, you're giving up potentially the best tight end and the best running back in PPR formats, it's, as well it's as dynasty an yeah, ascending yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, rookie. D- dude, you should be. You would be surprised at the trades that I just get for Kelsey. Like, I can't even get a first round pick. For Kelsey in this league, because everyone in this league is like, oh, he's old. He's old. He's I'm he's old. That's it. You know, that's that's all they, they run with. So in Dynasty, I know I, I I hear you. Like in like redraft, that would be that would be asinine. That would not be a good idea. But I would still have let's say, let's just start with my running backs. I would still have Najee Harris. Uh I know Derrick Henry's on here, Kyrene Williams. Uh I'm giving up Eckler and yeah that's pretty much it I wouldn't I I wouldn't have so much depth at the the running back position for sure I think I'd actually be hurting more there uh because my receivers are still pretty deep uh let's see here Hopkins but you know you're gonna be a nobody next year Michael Thomas Josh Palmer Terry McLaurin C.D. Lamb uh Puka is in that mix uh do I have anyone else that's got left in my lineup I'm like legit tanking here and then and then yeah Kelsey like I've scored like the fifth most points in this league. It's a 10-team league, and I've had the most points scored against me. So I'm 0-7, have the, the second overall pick, and I just can't get into the last place. This this guy behind me, he scored like f- three, 400 points less than me. There's I, I like nothing I can do.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So I'm going to take both those guys. I'm going to take the top two picks if this guy can pull the trigger on it, but we're going back and forth here. So And, even, mm-hmm. and he's even telling me, he's like, oh, all these guys are older, you're offering me. I'm like buddy, you're going to win now, pal. Like, his running backs would be Kenneth Walker, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler. What? What? He already has Sam Laporta. He can start two tight ends if he wants to. Like...
1: Interesting. Huh. I don't know. It just seems like a lot to give up, but you do you, Boo-Boo.
0: Thanks. Hey. What about, Bo- hey, what about Bobo? What about Bobo? No, Jake Bobo? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think either of us got any Jake Bobo and B- uh, BBM.
1: No. No. Sure. Nah, nah. No, no to Bobo. All right. <laughs> no, no to Bobo. Uh, um, but speaking of the place where we mm. birthed Puka Nakua in the best ball mania was underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has introduced scorchers. Go five for five in pick them scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout and for a limited time underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500 $100,000 Sundays continue on underdog fantasy 10 lucky players will win $10,000 each so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over at underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com when you sign up for the promo code sgpn underdog will double your first deposit up to $500 that's underdog fantasy promo code s G P N and NBA underdog contest. NBA is back and celebrate. Uh, We're giving away NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit a screenshot of your playing of you playing NBA underdog using our promo code SGPN and one random winner will get an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash nba dog again. that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash n b a d o g.
0: All right, back in the cockpit here.
1: Yes, sir. So uh, who, who do you who do you want to throw out? Obviously, we uh, we we knew gonna, Puka would be the first one on the board. So who? who absolutely, uh, absolutely, absolutely
0: Nadia? the biggest the biggest home run of this show from all offseason was you with Puka Nakua. I'm going to argue, though, that Adam Thielen at his ADP, just as impactful, just as impactful. And I know that this has been a polarizing topic on the show, and I don't want to cover him, like, overcover him, because I think what Adam Thielen is doing, I'm not saying that I expected it to be as efficient and the numbers to be as good. I was expecting more of a a means to the average, you know, just his career averages, but he's playing above every average of his career right now. So he's putting up impeccable numbers. I would kind of consider him a sell candidate, 100% in Dynasty if you can get somebody that wants to win right now, but I still feel like in the second half, I would be willing to sell him. I feel like, like especially for Best Ball Mania, I think I'm asking a lot of the universe for Adam Thielen to maintain these levels all the way through the season. God bless me if he does, because I'm going to win $3 million, but if he doesn't, I'm going to say thank you to the first half of the season, and that's about it because the, the numbers are there, the targets are there, and really, you know, all these other guys that we were trying to kind of uncover in this offense have been all been misses. Mingo, a huge miss at his, at his ADP. DJ Shark, I mean, he's had like one, two spike weeks, but again, at his ADP, like, I mean, you were still drafting him in what, round 14, 15? He was still up there. He wasn't like a like a late-round darling. Uh, And he was definitely getting more love in the preseason as well. So love what I've been getting out of him. The only other one I'll throw out there at receiver is uh, Michael Pittman. He was like my second most exposed receiver. Uh, Adam Thielen was still like number 10. Again, you know, given the age, I just wanted to get a lot of him because he's a number one, good ADP value, number one receiver. But Michael Pittman, earlier ADP, a bit of a bigger commitment early on. Uh, a, a guy that I was able to get consistently as my third or fourth receiver in best ball, been absolutely smashing right now. Uh, hoping that's going to stay steady with Gardner Minshew at the helm. Anything to add on those to to those two?
1: No, I'll take it on the chin right now. I will capitulate that uh, I was wrong on Adam Thielen. Uh, I I now I, I do agree with you that it it could fall off. The Panthers have told us that they are looking to try to get another wide receiver in. If that Mm -hmm. does happen before the trade deadline, I think that that's a big hit for Adam Thielen. If it doesn't, you know, like you said, it's a lot to ask of him to maintain his level of ability and and opportunity that he's had so far. But, I mean, he looks Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, just Adam Thielen of old, right? Like, it's it's not Adam Thielen is old, it's Adam Thielen of old. So, Mm -hmm. I'll take it on the chin right now. I was wrong. Uh, I did take him a little bit in Best Ball Mania, but... Definitely had more Jonathan Mingo and some of these other fools uh, over Adam Thielen. Just every all the signs pointed to him having a down year, and damn, he is just—he's uh, proven us wrong or proven me wrong. So good to good to Adam Thielen, but yeah, man, I just uh, I I just can't believe it. Every time I see it, I'm like, God, what the hell is happening?
0: What about the running back position? Did you have any big winners there? I mean, I didn't have a ton of like Kyrene Williams. I did have a fair amount of uh, of Nick Chubb, so that hurt. But of my teams that have been successful, you know, it's very sporadic. The the running backs that I have rostered, it's not like you're seeing on all my you know first, second, and third place teams like similar running backs. Uh, other than maybe Alvin Kamara, I think he's probably the most consistent of my my higher scoring teams and the teams that are you know in, again first, second, or third place in Best Ball Mania. Anyone that you you specifically want to you know bang or bring the drum home for?
1: Man, uh, well, if we have this discussion at the end of the year, I might be able to say Roshan Johnson. Uh, if that dude can get off the damn uh r- report, I mean, I mean, look at what Foreman just did, right? Tell me you didn't, I know, tell me you but don't that's think Foreman, Roshan would have just did that. I don't, I don't, I don't year, know
0: because believe me, man, I'm a Bears fan. There's no one that wants Roshan to be more successful. We've you know, we've said it time and time again, but he had opportunities to take the job, like, he had similar volume. Khalil Herbert and wasn't taking over. That's a problem. Obviously, Dante Foreman just like, yep, I guess it's mine. I guess this is my job now. There's no one else here. Yeah, that's going to help get you three touchdowns for sure. But still, he's been more productive per touch, and he seems like a more valuable asset specifically right now. Like, I can't imagine after the performance that Foreman had last week, Roshan just going to come in and be like, oh, well, it's the Roshan show now. Like, I, I don't imagine that being the case. I do I think, think he has a lot bro. We were playing the Vikings. We were playing the Vikings. Okay. Come on. We were playing the Broncos. Come on. Like.
1: Yeah, but Herbert was still there. Herbert and Roshan got hurt at the same time. So I mean, Roshan had no opportunity to shine over.
0: Ro- Roshan because- has a less less severe injury, though. He just he just has to clear a concussion yeah, protocol he just- and he hasn't been you know, doing a good job of that.
1: Yeah, which he should clear this week. I mean, all signs are pointing mm-hmm. to he he is going to do that now. But yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I just I, and then I started and I again, we started this conversation off by saying that if we were having this conversation at the end of the year, I think I could say Roshan Johnson. I think he's going to now be able to perform and, and do something in this offense. So we'll we'll see on that. And I hate to tout a an injury, but damn, my most drafted running back is Jerome Ford. That looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I know he just has this like weird little downgraded Mm -hmm. high ankle sprain they're calling it or some shit so we'll see on that but man when Nick Chubb went down I mean Jerome Ford Jerome Ford was in for a huge day last week he had a long 60 something yard touchdown run 70 yard whatever that was like he was in for a massive day then gets hurt so I mean Jerome Ford looks like he will be a very good asset and again this is a guy we were drafting way late in drafts I when I look at my top exposures for running back though like it is very on and off the board like I have James Cook here who's Overall, um, up there, I think he's like 14 mm-hmm. or 15 right now, but like there's been a mm-hmm. lot of injuries. He hasn't performed extremely yep. well. He's been efficient, but he hasn't scored a ton of fantasy points. So, like that one's kind of like in the you know, in the middle. Uh, you know, obviously, like Brian Robinson was good to start the year. Now he's kind of faltering, got a lot of him. You know, there's just a lot of like weird things. Now, one guy that I think could also do very well, and I have him on a bunch of teams, including teams that I have Jerome Ford on, is Kareem Hunt. Uh, depending on what's up with Jerome Ford, Kareem hunt could, uh, have a good rest of season, you know, with this offense. So like that's somebody I'm very, um, heavily exposed to as well. But I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm with you, man. The running backs, like it's, it's kind of hit or miss, uh, for me at my top exposures, you know, some, some Chuba Mm -hmm. now with miles Sanders kind of dealing with shit. So it it really depends, but I, I mean, there's some stinkers got 14% Zach Charbonnet that sucks without a Ken, Ken Walker injury. So Uh, But yeah, man, hit or miss with the running backs for sure.
0: Yeah, so my best hit was bar none David Montgomery until he got hurt. I still think he's going to be a solid play for the rest of the season, but we got to get back on the field and we have to stay healthy, Uh, but still been able to get a ton of fantasy, 82 fantasy points in the games that he's played so far on underdog. That's the same amount as Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry's played more games. So, uh, and Derrick Henry is my second most exposed running back. I'm hoping for that trade. Go to the bills, go somewhere cool with a, Great offense and a great quarterback, please. Uh, maybe the Ravens. I don't know, but you know, I have a lot of Gus Edwards, so I don't, I'm not too not too big on that. One of my surprising top ten running backs that's been like kind of like serviceable on some of these teams where I just went very naked at running back. Zeke Elliott. <laughs> he's got 44 fantasy points. That's just as much as Najee Harris. Like he he's producing on underdog at the same rate as Najee Harris, who went in probably like what round four, <laughs> round three, like. I don't, I don't love myself for it. I don't feel great about it, but it's there and I'm getting them points. So, I mean, I'll take it. Uh, I'd probably say my biggest loss so far, Jeff Wilson Jr. He's got less than a point and he is my fourth highest exposed running back. Some opportunity there, some opportunity there going forward, but you know, we got to, we got to really hit, hit home on him, you know, to raise our, uh, our advance rates for sure. I'm not seeing a lot of teams with him uh, inside first, second or third place. So that feels like a huge opportunity for me. Uh, If there was to be another injury, I know that Mastrid right now has kind of like a little ankle, a little little hamstring thing going on. It doesn't sound very serious, Um, and I don't wish anything bad on him because a lot of my teams that are performing well right now, Raheem (laughs) Mastrid. Raheem Mastrid's on him. So uh, let's move over to the quarterback position. Big wins. What do you got? Who are your heroes?
1: So currently right now, per uh, Fantasy Pro, Sam Howe is the 12th current uh fantasy uh point uh, i don't say leader but he's currently 12th and fantasy point score for for mm-hmm. quarterbacks i obviously am very uh very exposed to sam how so that one uh feels decent you know again a guy that you were getting way late in draft so for where he's drafted and currently in sitting as the 12th uh you know 12 for qbs uh th- that feels good i would say another one for me is uh trevor lawrence has been um you know pretty decent as well as Kirk cousins like those guys are, are in my top five most exposed those are probably my my biggest ones, followed by Hertz and Allen. Uh, right outside of those guys, so quarterbacks doing very well. My most exposed, Derek Carr, not great. Um, could definitely be better there. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, I mean overall, my top, I would say eight. Uh, only two of them really aren't performing. That is Derek Carr and uh, Kenny Pickett. Outside of that, uh, majority of my other quarterbacks are hitting, which include you know Hertz Cousins. Those guys I just uh, talked about, and only uh, eight p- or seven percent, Anthony Richardson. So I don't, uh, I don't feel so bad about him uh, being out.
0: I was just muted there when I was yelling at you. That's great. That's perfect.
1: I'll Derek, Carr,
0: Derek Carr also at the top of my exposure list. I was adjusting my mic so I could stand up, stretch the legs a little bit. Yeah, I had to adjust this camera so I get this damn Maverick thing on the screen. So I figured I might as well actually.
1: Up, all you're going to see is my shirt.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say your dong, so that's cool.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez, wow. Taking I thought so you nice were going to show us
0: your goose. I thought you were going to show us your goose. Ah, yeah, Nice. Yeah. My goat? That's right. It's oh. not a goat. Stop it. <laughs> oh, the goat. The goat. The goat. Um, right, so I'm Try just going to read off my top five. I mean, it's not going very well. Uh, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff, Desmond Ritter, Dak Prescott. Desmond Ritter has just as many fantasy points in underdog as Des- Dak Prescott. So... Given the ADP, that's like kind of a win, I guess. I would say the biggest winner there is Jared Goff, and the biggest loser, still to me, is Derek Carr. He's got a great opportunity to go forward. Um, you know, he's starting to really turn it up. The offense is looking better, specifically when he throws the ball a lot to Taysom Hill, which will segue us into the tight end position here very shortly because I have a lot of Taysom Hill. Things are going great. Uh, Aaron Rodgers also top six. Ouch! Ouch! He's right hate after to hear that. You hate to hear that, but you know, I got, I got, uh, what? 11% of Patrick Mahomes. I feel good about that. Uh, 9% of Kirk cousins. He's playing well. Bryce young has had a couple of spike weeks, not amazing, but you know, your second or your third quarterback drafted, um, fair amount of Justin Herbert, fair amount of uh, Josh Allen. The teams that I'm succeeding with have these guys on them. So I drafted enough of the stars or the studs. I have, like Sam Howell for example, I just have like 5%. Barack Purdy 5%, Jalen Hurts 5%. Don't have a ton of those guys, I really just spread it around a lot. Uh Trevor Lawrence same 5%, Joe Burrow 6, Anthony Richardson 6. So like it's it's kind of hit and miss, but I do have a lot of the stars in there and they are aligning well for me. Uh I have what is it, 10. I have 10 first place advances. 17 second. So that's 27 total advance. What do you think my third place number is?
1: Ooh, like how many you have sitting in third place is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go eight. More. Fifteen. More. Damn, twenty-two.
0: Eighteen. Like, what the hell? I counted that up the other day. I, I was like, you know, every now and again I scroll through, I check for the third places, but I'd never like really counted them through. And I was like, you know, it's it's the it's the second half now. I'm gonna kind of dive in and look and you know, see how things are kind of you know playing out. It's like third place. I'm like, one, two, I get to like nine. I'm like, holy shit, 10, 11, 12. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And yeah, just a ton of third place opportunities. So a lot of exposure rate, almost close to almost like 30% total. I think that's like 40 something, 47, 46. So I was pretty happy about that. Like when I, when I look at the numbers, I'm like, man, like almost, like I said, 30% of my drafts are in the upper echelon of, of scoring. So feeling good about that. You know what I also noticed? Cardio drafts, not good. Not good for my advance rate.
1: Uh, I have one cardio draft currently
0: advancing. (laughs) I won the race but lost the war. You know, I'm 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 up here not breaking a sweat, drinking beer, drinking Heinekens, drafting beautiful-looking teams, and then the dog poo. Dog poo
1: yeah only only one in there for me i currently have 18 advancing uh and seven in third out of my 108 uh that i that i drafted so uh I, yeah i feel feel good about those i mean that's that's like probably what is that like 17 somewhere in there 18 mm-hmm. percent fell back a little bit i started off the year like 22 percent, so fell off a little bit but overall yeah. still feel good about that a lot of currently one two three four five eight draft day teams in there so a nice of, fuck yeah uh, yeah, quarter of or no, thirty-three uh, percent of draft day. I currently have advanced. Nice, so shout out. Nice,
0: I love it. I love it. Draft day, All helping you people, there helping people,
1: and you make your teams.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you just do, you just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Keep doing. It. Oh, you also get a really good feel of the like the the drafts, right? Because it's a when you're drafting in a period like a, a specific week, there's always like the reaction of news that week. So when you're doing everything all in one like that, just one after another and one after another, you're getting leverage on the competition for sure. You know, albeit, yeah. you know, you have Kramer next to you. So you have, you know, a slight disadvantage there because you have another oh, you person that's always going to. Be...
1: No, he he drafted all Dan Jones. So, I mean, I got an advantage Oh, that's there. true. Already...
0: That's true. That's true. And Dan Jones uh, looking I mean, amazing right now.
1: Yeah, for, for real, though. I mean, to draft good teams, all you got to do is stay up for 24 hours and to craft great Bets, all you got to do is go over to Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an an unexpected Uh, Probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which players have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit HOFbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with hall of fame bets
0: okay we're back party on andrew hall of fame move there i accidentally put up the manscape promo on the screen so that was that was smooth you're
1: just trying to promo you know for, for for clean shaven balls which we all appreciate as well
0: use promo code sgpn if you didn't check the screen uh but yeah hall of fame move we got it switched to the hall of fame promo Let's talk tight ends. I was talking up Taysom Hill. I mean, I, I can't believe there's still been this many spike weeks for him. He's my fourth highest exposed tight end. Like he's on all of the money teams. I mean, he's on every single one of them almost have a ton of him. $575. The guys I have ahead of him, I feel like are also trending in a good direction. Trey McBride, obviously with Zach Ertz getting hurt. Dalton Schultz been, you know, becoming more relevant in the past few starts. My my most exposed guy is still Tyler Conklin, and that was very much tied to the uh, success of Aaron Rodgers, which has been none. He played, what, two snaps, a snap? Not great. Regardless, he actually offers just like, you know, some dire production. Like, you know, if you just have really bad tight ends, I still have, you know, Tyler Conklin throwing me three to five points sometimes, you know, maybe a little bit less. I don't get a goose egg because I got a lot of Tyler Conklin. But within that foursome, Biggest winner, definitely Taysom Hill, and biggest loser, I would say, is, is Ty Conklin. I also have a lot of Chig, a lot of Chig. He's like top six, it's not great.
1: Yeah, uh, my top two Dawson Knox and Chig. Uh, not oh! yeah, not not that great hurts. there. A lot of again, a lot of Dawson Knox because he was going so late, and I'm like, this is the Same. starting tight yeah. end for the Buffalo Bills. Like, what are we doing, right? Well, great now, now he's having wrist surgery out, and definitely. So no rhyme or reason. My hope there is that he he is on a few teams I'm advancing right now. So my hope is that I can advance some of those teams, maybe be a little uh, unique there, and then get him into the playoffs. And maybe he yeah. becomes some sort of difference maker, has a two-touchdown week, something I can use. So there's hope there as well as for Chig, man. If they get rid of Derrick Henry and or D-Hop, this is what happened last last year, right, is there was nobody to throw the ball to except for Chig.
0: The fucking
1: I, I need yeah, I, I need some chick bad. Um, the guys I am hitting on that I have a lot of exposure for TJ Hawkinson, fantastic nice. right now, just amazing. Nice. Sam Laporta, uh nice. again, awesome. Uh those are number three and four for me. And then number five for me, David Njoku, kind of hit or miss right there, right now. Don't yeah. love that. Right outside my top, though, are Taysom Hill and Mark Andrews. So the tight ends currently, right now, besides my top two doing very well i will uh I, I i do like where i'm sitting with my tight ends so we shall see also trey mcbride not far behind another one i have up there that is uh puzzling to me how he's getting like almost no work is uh irv smith that dude's like just up like not even part but, of the game plan ever. yeah
0: but the first couple yeah. of games the the Bengals were a wasteland you know like
1: very true but it's like Nothing. He's just like forgotten about. They're like, ah, you're just here to just be on the field as he, I
0: think we just have to kind of come to the realization that he's just not as good as we think he is. Like when he was in Minnesota, I mean, he, there was a lot of hype around him when he was younger, when he was a rookie. And now that he's, you know, kind of aged into the league a little bit and, you know, can't stay healthy. And now that he is still can't get any love. And you also, the situation's not great. You have to take that into consideration. Like Tyler Boyd is actually getting a fair amount of targets T. Higgins isn't going anywhere. He's not getting moved before this deadline. I just don't see it happening. Um, so there's there's a lot of mouths to feed there. I mean, Joe Mixon's having a pretty underwhelming season, to be honest with you. Um, but he still garnishes a lot of touches. So it's 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 very tough. Yes. I really don't have anyone else to cover at tight end. Uh, you know, Mike Kosecki was number five for me. I, re- You know, I, I've a lot of my drafts, especially the closer that we got – to week one, I really faded tight end. I was, you know, very few, you know, top guys being selected. I was doing like the last three rounds or three of the last four rounds and just, you know, shooting darts, which is why you see a lot of Conklin, a lot of Trey McBride, a lot of Taysom Hill, but I also stacked Taysom Hill and Derek Carr quite a bit. So I'm feeling pretty, pretty, pretty good about that. Cause Derek Carr can't throw a touchdown. I don't know what it is. It's...
1: Yes, very much so. I uh, also was stacking uh, Carr and Hill when I could or Hill and, um, and Kamara as well, uh, obviously mm-hmm. because Kamara was going to be out a little bit. So, uh, yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that.
0: All right, so let's move on then. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, players you want to buy in the second half. Anyone in, uh, in particular uh, come to mind? Someone that uh, maybe you feel is buyable right now, set to finish with a, a strong second half or close to the year.
1: I mean, if you can go get Brees Hall, I like uh, what Brees Hall is doing. I also like the usage every week, week over week, more and more usage. If somebody's Mm -hmm. willing to sell him for a, you know, not our Kings ransom, I would go get Brees Hall. I think that that they want to be able to establish the run if at all possible. What works against Mm -hmm. them is they could be behind in more games. I know they are performing decent Mm -hmm. as of right now, but if they fall behind, where does that leave Brees within the offense? maybe just some checkdowns to him so it could still work but mm-hmm. that is that is somebody i'm targeting as well as both eagles receivers if anybody's willing to sell aj brown and or Devante smith they have a very mm-hmm. good playoff schedule um i like that you know they're really established with with throwing the ball to aj brown but i do think there's going to be some times where aj brown's going to get a shit ton of, of uh of coverage and that, that's going to mm-hmm. leave Devonte smith Wide open or on one-on-one coverage, which he can easily beat man-to-man. So I, I, uh, if anybody's selling either one of those guys, I am all over them as well.
0: I'm trying to think of like some some lower-end targets, like not not like top guys. Like I do think Isaiah Pacheco is a good buy candidate. He's still flying a bit under the radar at the running back position, Ooh. as opposed to like the the top guy, <laughs> I got the top you. guys. What's that?
1: Rasheed Rice. I, I, I got one. Yeah, for yeah Rasheed yeah, Rice. Yeah. Yes very much so um again yeah. just saw some stats out out there about his usage uh week over week is becoming um you mm-hmm. know uh, more and more prevalent he's getting more opportunities more uh you know um air yards as well in this offense if you can if he turns into the dominant one for Patrick Mahomes you want that mm-hmm. on your offense so that's somebody i feel like you don't have to spend a ton to get cuz he's been good over the last couple of weeks but not great so that's somebody i think you could get for um maybe like a, a Gabe Davis. If somebody believes that Gabe Davis is a little sure. bit better, I I would potentially make that trade, something of that nature. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I like uh, I like Rasheed Rice a lot.
0: Yeah, I like that one a lot. Like I said, I like Pacheco. Both are in a good offense, and I just feel like they're not huge names still. Like Pacheco's been playing well, but he's had some down weeks. I feel like he's viable. I'll also say Chubba Hubbard of the Carolina Panthers. I just see it still being his backfield. I know they're talking about split work with Miles Sanders coming back healthy. But he's just looked better in every aspect of the game, so I'll throw Chubba Hubbard in there. Maybe Jerome Ford on the low. You know, if you have somebody that is willing to sell him because he's hurt and they just need to buy some wins, I think Jerome Ford would be a nice stash, especially maybe if you're, you know, if you're a five and two team, if you're six and one, you know, I think that's a nice little stash on the bench for the playoffs. He's going to get that usage, like Andrew said before. It doesn't sound like it's that serious. Um, C.J. Stroud, I'm going to throw him in as well. I think that he's going to have a fantastic finish has a great schedule uh and really the, uh, anyone on that offense I'm I'm buying Houston Texans right now give me give me Damian Pierce for the finish give me Devin Singletary give me Tank give me Nico uh I mean if you have to if you really do, go after Robert Woods he'll he'll get a fair amount of snaps he'll play you know it may not be sexy every week but if you're really really hurting or it's a very deep league he could be an option for you I'm buying Texans right now what are you going to say
1: so I, I was going to throw three guys that I feel all have opportunities to do well mm. within their own offenses. They just really haven't done spectacular. Uh, one, you know, mm. one of these guys has been okay oh, a couple times, but, but not great. Uh, and that's Romeo Dobbs, Jahan Dotson and Quentin Johnston. Any love for any of these guys rest of season, do you see the value and the opportunities that these guys could have within their offenses? Do you think that we could see a breakout from Quentin Johnson? He's done dickus so far, but this offense is very high potent. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, really, what? Why did they go get this guy if they're not going to use him? I feel like one of these weeks is going to turn around.
0: They needed the depth. I think that was the, uh, a big, you know, lacking for them last season. They I feel him over like. They Zay just-
1: Flowers and Jordan Addison. It's like. What the fuck are you doing? Both those guys are – This happens a, all the time, though.
0: this, very this, this good. This, <laughs> stuff like this happens all the time. But, yeah, those guys don't have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams ahead of them. Obviously, Mike Williams gets hurt. Yeah. Josh Palmer now, he's been playing well, Ooh. and he'd already been there. He had more experience with Herbert, obviously, than Quentin Johnson. But Palmer, he could be hurt this week. He, he's got a little bit of an injury. He's a bit dinged up. Maybe Quentin Johnson does get his opportunity this week and splashes a little bit. That's not an overwhelming conviction to go out and buy him, but if you can get him for cheap, I do think he is worth a worth a stash. Who were the other two names you mentioned?
1: Um, Jahan Dotson and uh, Romeo Dubs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Dobbs was getting touchdowns when Christian Watson was out. He got one last week when they're playing together. Great matchup this week, going up against the Vikings. Good schedule. I definitely like him. Um, I already forgot the other one you mentioned. Oh, Jahan Dotson. Uh, he yeah, had a Dotson. better week this past week, right? I mean, yeah. They're passing the ball a ton. They're, they're they're passing the ball a ton. I I don't hate it. I uh, I just don't want to. I don't want to lose that trade. You know, like I I, I if if I'm getting in that trade, I gotta really feel like it's a like a healthy swap or I'm winning it because I feel like I'm I'm exposing myself to some I risk mean, there. Like he's had a down year this Less week than expectation.
1: Alone, this week alone, I've seen Dotson dropped in a few of my leagues. Like if you can drop him up for free, oh yeah, drop. Oh, if you can pick geez. him up for free. Yeah, and you know, have those spots that you don't really care about somebody on there. I would definitely just stash him for now and see what happens because man, like you said, they're passing the ball a shit ton. They're behind in a lot of these games. Like they can't just establish the run like they want to. Um, and Dotson's gonna have better games. I mean, he really took this drop that he had uh, you know, at the end of the game last week to heart. Uh, he talked about mm-hmm. it this week. I think that, you know, this man, I watched him in college and I've watched him obviously, you know, every every game that he's played in the NFL. He prides himself on being able to catch the ball. That, that drop's going to kill him, and I really think that he's mm. about to come back and, and have a a uh, better second half to the season. So just just a couple guys that I think that could have some um, opportunity in the second half of the season that you can mm. get for very, very low. Let's um, talk about guy.
0: oh, go ahead. What'd, oh, what'd no, you no, no, I was,
1: I was just going to start going through some running backs that I like, but go ahead.
0: No, I was going to ask you about some of these guys that could potentially be on the move. Um, who would best be fit for an improve? I guess these all all these guys would be improved, but what do you think about the potential trades for like DeAndre Hopkins, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, uh, Derrick Henry, maybe even Devontae Adams? Who do you think would benefit the most uh, in a new spot? I mean, obviously, any of these guys getting on mm-hmm. a new team, the team giving up whatever they are for them are going to prioritize and use them. So, who's in most need of a uh, of a facelift of a new home here?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a loaded question because really, it just depends on where they go. I think Mm Derrick Henry would be the most valuable one because of what we've seen him do, um, especially in the red zone. Like, let's say he goes to the Bills, right? They have James Mm. Cook that they could use a lot between the 20s. But damn, Derrick Henry could score himself a fuck ton of touchdowns in this offense in the red zone. So, like, that one's interesting for touchdowns alone. The Ravens are interesting as well um, for him. I think he would be used more there between the 20s than he will in Buffalo. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, out of the receivers, you said the one that kind of stuck out to me that I think is a good wide receiver that is not being utilized very well where he currently at. And I think he's disgruntled being there is Jerry Judy. Um, depending on where he goes, he could be- uh, benefit a ton. You said Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. I, I, the, the Raiders kind of made it clear that they ain't trading him. I think they'd rather have him just say, sure. fuck you, I'm going to sit. Um, they should. You know, like, I just don't think that they're going to trade him. I, Yeah, I think I think they should too, but I don't think they're going to. That He would be the biggest winner if I really thought he's going to be traded. I just don't see that happening.
0: What do you think about DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, I don't I don't know why he did this to himself. He he cornered himself with the Titans. He did. We,
1: Remember, he said he wanted to go this. to a team that, that was going to win? Good defense. Wow. Yeah, good defense and going <laughs> to
0: win. That's what he said. Yikes. Fucking idiot. Yeah, like he, why he do he, like, the you? he, he exactly, and he just chose a, a poor team. You you chose Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback, man. Come on, come yes. on. None if I was these him, I would have a man. lesser deal
1: and went to the Chiefs or the Bills. Both them were interested in him. Yeah. And they just didn't want to give him the money he wanted. And and now he's Bro, the Eagles would have taken him no too.
0: Give yeah. him give yeah. him that Julio yeah. money. That Julio yeah. money.
1: There's a ton of places that would have taken DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah. I I do think that he could bet. He obviously would benefit going somewhere else. I just don't know of where he would go that would benefit him the most. That would be Did actually he, a viable option.
0: Didn't he say he would go back to Houston now?
1: Yeah, but what the fuck does Houston want him for? They already have two good rookie guys. or not? Nico Collins, isn't not? A rookie, second why year not? guy, but they have Tank Dell. They I don't know because it just I mean why go spend a bunch of money on an because they can't old run the ball. Well, that's kind of uh, an offensive line issue. If anything, they should go get an offensive lineman.
0: Well, yeah, but no one's giving those up. People are giving no, up just no. receivers.
1: No, nah, believe me, as a Washington fan, I know everyone's keeping those close to the vest.
0: Except for Garrett Bolt. Au- yeah, it would be awesome if we had offensive linemen like receivers with, like, attitude. I mean, I, mean, I know there they have attitude. Some they're, they, out there with attitude. They're, they're in the trenches. They're, they're going to war every single play. But you know what I mean? Like, like a, I would love me an offensive line diva. You know, like, uh, like Marquise King, when he was the the punter, he was a diva punter. I was all about it. I'm like, I love it. Doing a ton for punting. Not as much as Pat McAfee, not even close, but Pat McAfee, he was a, he was a personality on the punt squad. Come on. Like, that's awesome. Like you you got, you love to see that. Yes. It's like running backs and receivers are the only ones that, you know, have anything to actually say. Quarterbacks are just like, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm, what you mm-hmm. saw out there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep, team effort. Yep, yep, yep. Win and lose with them. You know, yep, yeah, that's right. Tight ends, they don't give a shit. They, you know, it's just it's a party in that in that locker room. You know, the George Kittles, yeah. the Travis Kelseys, Mark Andrews may be a little bit more tame, but I know he's hanging out with Justin Tucker, and that dude's a fucking boss. So, I mean, you know, a lot of personality at that position as well. All right, let's move on. I'm going to ask you about ranking some players the rest of season. We're going to do rank three and you're going to tell me who you pr- prefer one two three most what, to least what what position rest of with? season quarterback okay, rest
1: of quarterback all right joe
0: burrow trevor lawrence brock purdy who do you like most going forward one two three
1: burrow lawrence and purdy Hmm. that man that that one's a very good one um I'd say Purdy's last for me. Very game manager, mm-hmm. and they have CMC. CMC is dominating everything mm-hmm. for them. So he's last for me. Man, Burrow and Lawrence. Oh, shit. That is so close for me. It's not even funny. If I knew T Higgins was going to be healthy the rest of the season, it's Burrow all day. Um, mm-hmm. They're very close for me. I will probably... Ugh, God, dude, that's so... You know what? I'll I'll take Lawrence. Uh and and I think the the deciding factor for me is that Lawrence can run the ball way better than Burrow can. I think Lawrence has the ability to get us fantasy points Mm -hmm. via running and and rushing touchdowns. Burrow really isn't gonna have that. So I think I'll take Lawrence over Burrow, but it's it's extremely close for me. Very, very close.
0: So I'm gonna go Burrow Purdy Lawrence. Yeah, that's right. Burrow Purdy Lawrence. And that's only because Purdy and Lawrence. They have the top two rushing running backs in the league in Travis Etienne and CMC. CMC just one touchdown behind Christian McCaffrey this season. Jags want to run the ball. Like they get into the red zone and they're they're not really going to take risks. And Trevor Lawrence has still kind of been subpar, you know. Like his his numbers have been good some games, but he's also regressed below his averages in, in a few, especially games where Travis Etienne is, you know, busting his nut. So I'm going to go Burrow, Purdy. Purdy's in just you know the more offensive, uh, you know, more offensive offense, more explosive offense. They're always putting up points. They're always down in the red zone. I still feel he still feel he offers a safer floor, just given the efficiency of his offense. And then Burrow, I mean, there's no one that I feel like is going to throw the ball more than Joe Burrow in the second half of this season. The team's have been bad, and they're still three and three. So I'm expecting big things from this team. Post buy, I think that they're they're gearing up to come for this league right now. I don't know if it's, you know, if that means passing 55, 60 times a game, or you know, trying to get Joe Mixon rolling. But the offense is going to be better after the buy. I, I I firmly believe that. Uh, and again, just like chasing the most upside there. So Burrow, Purdy, and Lawrence for me. We're gonna go over to the running back position. We're gonna say, hmm, Damian Pierce. Rashad White, Bijan Robinson, Bijan Robinson, Rashad White, and Damian Pierce.
1: Um, that is Bijan Pierce and White for me. That one, that one's pretty easy for me. I, I like Bijan the most for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, based on Bijan, for me would be based on offensive line and opportunities. Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce, I like his opportunity still, even though Devin Singletary, our boy, is knocking on the door there to uh, g- get closer to a probably 60-40 split. But the mm-hmm. offensive line is is not, not very good right now. And Rashad White is just all around abysmal. This Tampa mm-hmm. Bay Buccaneers offense can't get going on the ground. He's been very inefficient. I think one of the worst, uh, you know, most inefficient seasons we've seen from a running back, he's just not very good. Um, I think that they start to get Sean Tucker a little bit more involved. And honestly, oh. I wouldn't even be surprised if they end up trading Rashad White. If some uh, RB-needy team wants to take a shot on him next year, it won't surprise me. So White is far behind those other guys. Bijan definitely in front of Pierce for me.
0: Lijon, B, I'm sorry, Rashad White leading leading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in all-purpose yards tonight. Wow. looking better. It's looking better. It's looking better. But, it's looking better. Wait, Still got him ever, in third here. Uh, yeah. He has. Let's see. Rashad White has thirty nine rushing yards, and he has thirty six receiving yards. He has four catches. Oh, okay. It's oh, tonight. That's it's tonight. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying like, point. oh, it, the tide has changed. Rashad White. He would still be a buy low candidate for me because he's going to play a lot of snaps still. Uh, no. He's he's not a pure powerful runner. You know, you got to get Rashad White in, out into space, and they haven't done a great job of that. So I do have him in third here. Uh, And then Pierce and Bijan, so maybe it is easier than we think. I think Bijan is still in line for a strong second half. While we have seen the frustration uh, out of Arthur Smith, the play calling, the running back usage, this team's got a winning record, you know what I mean? And I feel like the usage of the running backs has played into that. Also, shout out Desmond Ritter, four game-winning drives, leads the NFL right now, just just saying, just saying. So I I like what they're doing over there, and I still view Bijan as a top 10 guy, I'll go Pierce again, just because of like red zone touches. Like he is still a powerful runner. If that offensive line can get going, he could definitely have a much better uh, finish to the year rather than the start. And his matchups are a lot better down the stretch. And like you said, Rashad white it's there's just not enough there. And the, like what Tampa is doing tonight, just underwhelming at times. They've had a few good games that I, I think that we don't want to over buy into their, those narratives, right? Like Baker, still not an amazing quarterback, they're probably not going to the playoffs. Team could fade as the season goes on. I wonder if Mike Evans gets traded this week.
1: Mm, man, that would be awesome for him.
0: That would be interesting. Deadline is Tuesday, by the way. If you if you if you didn't know listeners, deadline yes. is Tuesday. I love well, still... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? How about that? A little little, little, little trick-or-treat. Little little trades or teats. If you're still in the <laughs> chat, be sure to smash the like button. Download the download the podcast on Apple and Spotify. We're going to do rank three receivers. Uh, let's say with the Jags a little bit here. Let's go Calvin Ridley, Garrett Wilson, Nico Collins, rank three. Nico Collins, Calvin Ridley, Garrett Wilson, rest of season.
1: Ridley, Wilson, and who?
0: Nico Collins.
1: Hmm.
0: hmm.
1: Wilson and Collins mm, yeah. mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um I guess I'm still gonna say Garrett Wilson first uh and that that's so tough to say though well I mean he doesn't have a lot of people to share the targets with the target pro- the problem for me is the targets could be not very good. Zach Wilson is still not not a good QB. Um, and I like Brees Hall a lot, so I uh, man, you know what? No, I changed my mind. I'll, I'll go Ridley first and then Wilson, followed by Collins. Uh respect ri- for
0: Nico I, Collins.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. It he has tank Dell too. There's this there's not I like Collins, but I mean it's it's Garrett Wilson and Calvin Ridley. They're both very, very, very good wide receivers, and I, I just refuse to believe that their talent mm. doesn't win out here. So uh, it's close for Ridley and Wilson for me. Collins a little bit behind them, but I still like Collins. I like Collins a whole lot. I just think I'd prefer those other guys.
0: I'm going to go pretty opposite. I'm going to go Collins, Ridley, Wilson. Big, big believer. Big believer of Garrett Wilson to start this season. Drafted a lot of them. He's not on any winning rosters, pal. Zero. He ain't there. It ain't those teams. (laughs) Those those teams have Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) They have that stack going on. He ain't there. It's just tough for me to buy. Like you kind of said, like he doesn't get high value touches, right? His targets, they just move the chains. They're 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 not really meant with purpose. Collins, he's got one of the best quarterbacks statistically right now in the league, and rookie CJ Stroud. Calvin Ridley has one of the more efficient quarterbacks in the league, and Trevor Lawrence. So, chasing better QB situation, team scoring more points, more red zone opportunities. Collins is the guy that can lead his roster in targets. I I guess Garrett Wilson can, but again, like, what is that? Six, seven, they're going to run the dog piss out of the ball. They still got Delvin cook, spent a little bit of change on him. He's going to get some touch, going to get some love in the second half. Not to say anything bad about Brees Hall, but you know, they're going to ride those guys a ton. They're going to ride them a ton. The, uh, the target share just isn't there for me. So again, I've got Collins Ridley. Wilson all right tight ends then we'll get into some uh some cell candidates and head on out all right here we go Jake Ferguson Dallas Goddard Evan Ingram rest of season Jake Ferguson Dallas Goddard Evan Ingram rest of season one two three talk to me
1: oh Uh, God. nice there you go you used it I love it uh, it's, I mean, th- this one again, easy for me. It's Goddard, Ingram, and then Ferguson. Ferguson well behind them. Uh, love the offenses much better for Philadelphia and Jacksonville. Dallas' is mm-hmm. offenses duty. Uh, they're already talking about potentially trying to also trade for Derrick Henry or one of these running backs. Um, yeah, I, I like Ferguson as a tight end, like, I, I do like him. I just, mm-hmm. he doesn't strike me as a guy that can go six for 70 in a touchdown in a game both ingram and goddard do like like they just their their mm. ceiling seems much higher than what ferguson's uh could be so yeah again for me goddard ingram and ferguson
0: ferguson's had some some pretty good weeks but he's also had some very low weeks so i do agree with you i am putting him down in third and that just that dallas offense has not been impressive like Man, Mike McCarthy is he still calling plays? Am I I still in the in the the know on that? Did something change? Because it's been bad. Like, give it up, bro. Yeah,
1: I think he is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I'll, I'll go. I'll actually go Evan Ingram over Dallas Goddard just because of how volatile the production has been behind AJ Brown and DeAndre Swift. Like those two plus Jalen Hurts, they've become a vicious triangle of offense. And it's kind of kept, you know, it's kind of kept Dallas Goddard and Devonta Smith on the outs. So there's been a, just a little bit less uh, consistency there. Evan Ingram really not that much, uh, not that different of a situation in Jacksonville. You've got Ridley there, uh, you've got um, Travis Etienne, you've got uh, Christian Kirk. Like, th- yeah, there's a lot of mouths to feed, but at the same time, you know, the running game is moving the ball. They're getting into the scoring territory a lot. So it's it's really close. But I'll go Ingram goddard and then ferguson ferguson been a nice ad for me and a lot of redraft teams uh really just hurting at tight end so um love the opportunity that he that he offers but I, i'm with you it's just not consistent enough uh let's go into some sell candidates we've talked about some buy guys let's talk about regression let's talk about guys that are gonna fall from their numbers to finish off the season whether they've just been a flash in the pan or you see a rough schedule ahead um Maybe they're being they're being used too much, and you expect maybe an injury or a lingering injury going on. What do you got here?
1: Oh, um, I would say, hmm, it's a good question. There's there's definitely guys that I'm not high on, but mm-hmm. they're they're performing very well. It's hard to say to, so I mean, like I would sell Travis Etienne personally nope. uh that's okay. somebody i okay. think that you that's right now i mean right now huge you haul. can get a huge yeah, haul. yeah yeah i mean it's it's what yeah. you could get for him and i could still see tank bigsby working a more i could see trevor lawrence taking games over where he just needs to throw the ball a lot um he's just uh, etn's been very efficient that can be uh an easy regression candidate uh so i mean i still think you can get a lot for him uh outside of etn a couple other guys here uh pollard barkley if anybody will give you things for barkley i would immediately do that pollard um you know this offense just showed that they can throw the ball very well to cd lamb and a couple of these other guys Think Who knew? Back, that, that, yeah right yeah it only took mark mccarthy a whole week to sit down and say he thought about it he thought about how hey,
0: to get CD lambs back. on my team we, we could use him, him. Fucking! I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't describe how disappointed I am in that offense. Like, I'm not a Dallas Cowboys guy, but they're loaded. They've got a good offensive line. They've got a good running back. They have more depth at receiver than they've had in the last three, four years. They're not using Brandon Cooks well enough. They're not using Lamb well. Michael Gallup is, like, I guess, okay, but they could be doing more with all with that tandem. Like with how good Michael Gallup has been. Like he hasn't been bad, but I was expecting him to be worse than he is. I feel like they should be way better than they are and they have a winning record. Like were they four and two? Yes. Psych psycho fucking psycho.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, th- those are guys for me. Um, I was trying to look down the board here a little bit at, at some of these guys and give you another one that maybe is performing a little bit above where he should be performing. And man, there's this, it's been mm-hmm. a, a desolate, uh, kind of running back, uh, year a little bit here like there's just guys oh, yeah, that
0: yeah a lot of injuries
1: aren't performing very well that are towards the top of the list uh it's 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 hard to uh hard to tell you anymore i mean Ramondre could be a, a candidate as well he just had a good game maybe somebody wants to give you something there as well but yeah a lot of these other guys they just haven't been performing that well or have gotten mm-hmm. injured already like like you know montgomery i wouldn't tell you to to trade him away but he's now injured you know so it's it, i don't know it's, it's just hard to tell you some of these other guys i think we yeah. uh
0: what a, yeah. what about what do you think about Saquon Barkley? The, the guy just keeps getting hurt, and he's only questionable right now. I mean, obviously, if you make the trade today, you're gonna feel better if he misses a game. But I, I feel like he's definitely on the trading block at, at, at this time. Like production's been there when he's healthy, but he just can't stay healthy. He was almost yeah. pulled out of this last game.
1: Yeah, and and bad offense. You know, offense can't can't really get going there. They're not putting up a ton of points. Mm-hmm. Offensive line has been you know uh, <clears throat> inefficient to say the least. I just yeah. don't trust him with the offense. Now, granted, I'd may, I'd maybe hold on to him just till the trade deadline, just in case something happens and mm-hmm. they decide to go trade him. If he goes somewhere else, then I recant my statement here. But yeah, if he stays on the uh, on the Giants, I would try to trade him. You may not get a ton. I would just try to make sure your team's getting slightly better, if at all possible. Maybe in another mm-hmm. position, but yep. it is what
0: it is uh Look gus up. edwards gus edwards coming off a good week didn't cost you a lot someone could be running back hungry if you're needing you know receiver depth i think that could be a good swap for somebody um I'm trying to think who else here
1: if you're going to make the gus edwards trade i would do that before the trade deadline just in case they go out and get derrick henry uh people are yeah, going to give you much yeah. more now than if derrick henry goes there
0: absolutely i throw aaron jones in there as well but again like what are you going to get for him right now you know mm-hmm. if you can sell him, great but I don't think that you're going to get the return that you want. Um, trying to think, would you, Now, see, I don't think someone would do Aaron Jones for Jerry Judy. So I, I, that would be a good pre-deadline move to make in fantasy. Cause if Judy was to get moved anywhere, you know, obviously the, the pasture is going to be greener regardless than, than Denver. Um, I think Garrett Wilson is on that list. I, you know, I know we just discussed him. I think Garrett Wilson is definitely a huge sell candidate, carries a fair amount of name brand. Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone else? Maybe, maybe one of those other Kansas City receivers that's not Rashi Rice. If you can get, if you can move any of those guys, still. Uh, yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I'm looking at. Some I guess Wyatt Calvin receiving.
0: Ridley too. I, I I guess Calvin Ridley. I mean, I like him. I think he'll have a, a better finish. But if you can get rid of him, if you can get something for him, if you know the D gen in your league loves him, no matter what. I I definitely make a move for him.
1: Yeah. I mean again, I'm I'm a seller of Adam Thielen. I, I again I took it on the chin that what he's done so far, but
0: he can easily
1: fall off. If you can yeah. go trade him right now, I I would immediately do that if at all possible. Um Amari Cooper is also somebody I would consider trading. Uh it's had a Tough. decent season so yeah. far, but man, the 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 wheels seem to be falling off for the Browns here. So
0: I guess uh yeah, if anyone uh you know. Wants to take Deshaun Watson off your hands.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. He's in the waiver. He's on the waiver wire in a lot of my single QB leagues. So yeah.
1: mm-hmm. would you, yeah. would you move Pittman?
0: No. But that, Pittman's been my guy, though. Like he's, you know, like I personally, w- I personally am not going to sell Adam Thielen because again, he's my guy. My prediction has hit. Everything's going well. Why would I stop believing in, you know, my take? Right. Like, why would I?
1: Just, just, just the assurgence of Josh Downs, and I mean, Gardner, I think they help each other. kind of a wild card.
0: I think they help I each mean, other. Yeah, he I, could. Think, I think I think because Alec Pierce isn't what we thought he was going to be, the emergence of Josh Downs overwhelmingly helps the offense, you know, giving Pittman that little bit less coverage. and Downs being a field breaker, We've talked about this. Pittman is more of like that possession type of receiver. You'd like to see him get downfield targets, but realistically, I prefer him in more of like the Amon Ra role, where he's just getting very low A dot targets and he's cleaning up, you know, receptions and getting some yak, getting some yards after catch, uh, which he has done this season. So slow and steady. I, I like it for Michael Pittman. And again, with Minshew there, I feel like he's gonna have better stats than he would have with uh, with Anthony Richardson. He's a buy. He's he's a buy candidate for me. Like, go out and get Michael Pittman.
1: Okay. Uh, he, yeah, he, he's a sell candidate for me. I just, I don't know. It's, Gardner Minson's a wild card. He's wildly inefficient at times, and yeah. now Josh Downs he, seems to be having a good role. Look just,
0: at look at his numbers under Steve Steichen, though. Like, he's been pretty good. Like, when he filled in for Hertz in Philly, the numbers were there. While he's been filling in for Richardson, like, he's had some good weeks. Last week was a good one. Weeks prior, I know there was a, a few, you know, less than average starts, but they're a power running team. You got Zach Moss, top five running back in the league, and then you're bringing back Jonathan Taylor, who was a top five back last year. Like it's it's crazy, or two years ago maybe. I don't know about that. About last year, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean they they have the weapons to to move the ball. So I think they're kind of a sleeper team for the for the second half. Two good running backs, like you said, Josh Downs emerging, Michael Pittman already playing very well if they could get a a tight end really rolling there, you know, whether it's Kyle Granson or anybody else, you know, they could have something something special cooking there. I like their uh, offensive line as well. Yeah. Okay. All right, anything to sprinkle on before uh before we head out, sir? Um
1: hmm. It's fun nope, to talk. Just, I like
0: uh, I like doing starting sits, but you know, going around the league, you know, chatting about the uh, the old uh, NFL I like it. I like it getting getting around the hot stove. Feels good.
1: Yes, most certainly. And if you have not already, please like the video. If you're on YouTube, uh, subscribe, hit the notification. Make sure you're subscribed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Join us Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. for the Fantasy Lounge. That is where you will get all your start and sit questions answered. And if you have any trade talks, um, you know, uh, who should I start here? Uh, You know, is, is there somebody I should be trading away this week? Ask any and all questions for the hour that we give you on Sunday mornings to help you set your lineups and win your fantasy leagues. Uh, One last thing here real quick for me is a shout out to uh, Mr. Ginder himself for the nice shirts. He did buy us these Maverick and goose shirts. So appreciate Ginder for the Halloween uh, attire for us. I'm sure these won't be the last time you see us maybe during uh underdog cardio club next year, we'll have a take flight segment where we are uh, in our, in, in our mm. get up here. Maybe, maybe get a nice bomber jacket going on too, something like that. You know,
0: I mean, um, we can just yeah. go on Amazon dude and just buy the suits. I mean, we can just buy the, the flight suit.
1: <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll do that, you know, for a call. We went,
0: we went the cheap route and just had Ginder bias costumes. <laughs>
1: Yes, we didn't even pay out. for anything shout out to him again for the uh for the nice homage shirts by the way very nice feeling shirt too shout out homage
0: it, it's it's solid solid shirt it's not itching like a lot of the stuff i uh i get from other places so all good all right we're gonna take off take care be well be good if you can't be good be good at it we'll see you